Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Florida Podcast. This is your host, Brandon Holland. It is Wednesday, August 26, 2020. Hump Day. Happy Hump Day, everybody. Look, I don't even know if people still call Wednesday Hump Day. It's just something I grew up with, so I still say it. If you don't think that Wednesday is Hump Day, I don't know what to tell you. But I hope that you are, in fact, enjoying your day today. It is Whack Ass Wednesday. Love Whack Ass Wednesday. Of course, going to talk about the crazy stuff that happens down here in the state of Florida. I mean, it's still, I, I've been down here for six years now, and that is still something that people text me all the time. They'll text me and they'll ask me, hey, what type of crazy stuff happened down there in Florida this week? And I'm like, Crazy stuff happens everywhere. I don't know why people seem to think it's crazier down here than it is in other places. But then again, I look at some of the stories, especially the ones I'm about to tell right now, and I'm like, eh, you know, it's Florida. So let's just jump right into it. Get to this wiggity, wiggity, whack-ass stuff. We are going to start off today up in Daytona Beach. I say up in Daytona Beach because I'm a little bit south of there. I'm also in the uh, Gulf, Mexico. I'm not out on the ocean. But Daytona Beach, I'm over here on ClickOrlando.com, where I always go to find these stories. And in local news, Florida man punches elderly victim for holding up the line after social distancing confrontation at Publix, police say. So let me read a little bit of the article. As police are searching for a person, they say attacked an elderly man Monday in the parking lot of Publix in Daytona Beach Shores. Officers responded to the grocery store, South Atlantic Ave, after the victim filed a report at the police station. Now, the victim says he was shopping at Publix and waiting in line at the register when a woman he did not know got in line behind him. Says she moved closer to him than the suggested social distance indicated by the floor decals in the store. The victim told officers he recently underwent surgery to receive a heart stent and was concerned about his health. So he asked the woman to abide by the social distancing rules. No further issues happened inside of Publix. When he got outside, says a man approached his car and said derogatory words to him, claiming that the victim had held up the grocery line that's when the man punched the elderly victim in the center of his chest. Victim fell, hit his head. Sounds like he's going to be okay, though. And it's just, a, it's just some whack-ass shit. And, and let me tell you why. Let me tell you why it's whack-ass shit. There's, there's three groups of people. Or there's three groups, in my opinion, that you don't, you don't mess with. All right? Two groups of people. and also another group that you just don't mess with the elderly children and then also animals mainly people's pets dogs cats that type of thing i am a hunter so it's one of those things for me when i'm out in the woods during hunting season it's what i do and i use all my meat and i make sure that i use every single piece of whatever animal i kill but outside of that let me, let me let you on a little secret. If you mess with anyone in those protected groups, the first thing that comes to my mind is the hangover. Part one, Leslie Chow. <laughs> Fuck you. That's, that's how I feel when I see stories 
when I, and, and first of all, this guy, he wasn't even in the store, wasn't even in the store. That means that the lady behind him didn't say anything to him in the store. The person behind him said nothing to them in the store, walked out, told someone else. That person then walks over to the old man, not even knowing what the hell actually happened. I mean, well, of course, he could see inside of Publix and where he was out in the, in the parking lot. Comes up and hits an old guy. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. I hope they find you, and I hope that they throw hot beans all over your fucking chest, bro. That's what you deserve. You know, this thing about people picking on weaker people fucking pisses me off. So to the person that punched the old guy, I hope that they find you. And I hope that you are put in a position where somebody gets to punch you in the fucking chest and you have to have upfront blue parking for the rest of your life. Something that my boy Jericho Green says on his YouTube and I love it, the upfront blue parking. So Jericho, you out there listening, that one was for you, brother. Appreciate you. So that is, that's the first story. Again, it's just, it's so stupid. I mean, people have no self-control. And again, wasn't even in the damn store. You're going to walk up and punch some old guy. So just, just ridiculous. I'm going to jump into story number two. Now, we're going to go ahead and head on over to Volusia County, and this story is man serving mortgage paperwork held at gunpoint at Florida home, <laughs> deputies say. It's kind of messed up. It's kind of messed up because what it, in the article, I'm going to read a little bit of it, it says a man serving mortgage paperwork at a Florida home was instead greeted by a gun-toting man who demanded that he get on his knees and empty his pockets, according to the Volusia County Sheriff's Office. I don't know if he thought that guy had enough money in his pockets to get him out of whatever predicament he happens to be in pertaining to his mortgage, but I don't think that was going to work out. Article goes on to say, deputies said that 55-year-old victim went to a home, Bud Road, in New, I think it's pronounced Smyrna, S-M-Y-R-N-A, Samirna Beach, maybe, if it's not correct, I'm sorry, Sunday afternoon to give Richard Stanley and his wife paperwork from their mortgage company. After the victim handed over the papers to the woman, deputy said Stanley came outside with a revolver in his hand, claiming that he was tired, <laughs> tired of this expletive and told the victim to get on his knees and empty his pockets. Man, run your pockets, kid. <laughs> Look, it's tough right now with COVID going on. I get it. Florida is one of the states that, you know, if you are behind on your mortgage, I mean, they'll serve you with paperwork, obviously. And I think that's pretty much across the board for most states in the country, but obviously can't speak for every state. But they serve you with paperwork. It's just a science. Like, man, life sucks right now. COVID's going on. Economy's all bad. I got this guy showing up, serving me with mortgage papers. However, can't can't pull a gun on somebody. You know, you can't can't just go rocking the revolver on somebody. I wonder what type of revolver it was too. Like a little Saturday night special or what it was. But article goes on. Stanley's wife said she told her husband to let the victim go because he was just doing his job. Stanley was arrested on a charge of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill because guess he fired the weapon at the ground but didn't fire it at the guy who served him with the papers. Kind of weird. I don't know that thin line between attempted murder and 
you know, a charge of aggravated assault. I'm not an attorney. I'm just saying. The thing about this that makes it whack as hell is that the victim, he had a weapon on him. Says that he had a weapon on his person and a concealed carry permit. This is like being in a desert when you have no water and you see a mirage and you walk up and you're like, this is it. I don't have water. And then you turn around and somebody is standing there with a glass of water for you. That's what this is like. How do you have something on you that can protect you? You went through the process to get a concealed carry permit and you have your weapon on your person and you don't use it. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. Wiggity, wiggity, whack. You have to have the ability to defend yourself just because you can get a concealed carry permit and have a weapon on you. Are you trained? Do you know how to use it? Clearly you don't. And it almost cost you your life, bro. It's a crazy situation. It's whack as hell. Whack all around. You're going to get jacked when you have a weapon on you. And it's just ridiculous. Smash people. It's not like, man, victimhood. Don't be a victim, especially if you took the step to go ahead and be in a position to protect yourself. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. All right. So last story that I'm going to touch on is we're going to head on over to Brevard County. Now, I think someone sent me an email. This was a couple weeks ago and said that I, at one point in time, pronounced it Brevard County. I don't know if I did that. If I did, I'm sorry, y'all. Stuff happens, man. I've been down here for six years. You know, sorry if I pronounced it wrong. But this story is man who stole $33,000 during burglary falls from the ceiling before arrest, deputies say. All right. All right. <laughs> As a man who broke into a car dealership and stole 33000 from a safe was ar- First, how the hell, how did he know where the safe was and how did he get into the safe? That seems a little sketchy to me off the break. Like, from the get-go, it's like, wait, the safe was open? I mean, was it, I mean, does that doesn't make any sense to me. You didn't walk through a car dealership through the front door and know, like, the safe isn't sitting right there. I mean, you would have to know where the safe is. It makes no sense. Anyway, so said he stole 33000 from a safe and was arrested after he fell out of the ceiling as law enforcement officers were on the scene. Deputies said they went to Boniface Hires, I believe that's how that last name is pronounced, Chrysler Dodge Jeep on Merritt Island Causeway around 5.45 a.m., which means that the dealership wasn't open. So again, how did this guy know where the safe was? And saw obvious signs of forced entry. Then as they cleared the building, they saw William Kevin Richards hiding in the ceiling in one of the back offices. Records show that the deputies were giving commands. Richard fell from the ceiling. Wads of cash were also seen falling out of his pants, according to the affidavit. Authorities said there was an evidence that Richards used an industrial-sized torch to break into the safe. And Richards admitted to stealing a lot, a lot of money, but he didn't know how much. In total, 33800 was stolen and returned to the dealership, according to the report. Deputy said Richards also had a loaded 22 caliber revolver. What is it with people in revolvers, man? Like, what the? Damn. What is Murtaugh in Lethal Weapon Part 1? Revolvers, man. Which Richards said he purchased two days prior, but he didn't know it was loaded. That's the 
biggest crock of shit I've ever heard in my life. If you ever hold a gun, you know if the damn magazine is loaded or if it isn't loaded. So stupid. Record show. Richard is, is a convicted felon, go figure, who is currently on parole for grand theft. Well, you're going back to jail, bro. I don't know what to tell you. That's the thing. You're on parole. You're going back to jail. You used your 22. You didn't think it was loaded. You got in the ceiling. You fell utterly ridiculous. You're going to jail. I hope that you don't get out anytime soon just on pure stupidity alone. If you, I mean, they say it all the time. People say like criminals are stupid. It's not the case. I know a lot of criminals that are actually really, really smart. A little thing called white collar crime. You want to go that route. But this is one of those times where it's like, you, if you're going to go down, if you are going to go down for a crime of this magnitude, at least have some sort of plan. You gotta have something about you can't fall out of a ceiling with cash flying all over the place. Reminds me of the damn game that you can find at I don't know, actually I don't know if they do them anymore, but the game at the amusement parks where you get in and the fan comes on and money's just blowing all over the place and you're trying to snatch the money and you got like sixty seconds and it's mostly one dollar bills and sometimes it's monopoly money and you're like, what the hell just happened? And you get done and you're like, Oh, that was so awesome and you got like five bucks or eight bucks. That's kinda like him right now, except you're going to jail, bro. I don't know what to tell you. You deserve it. Sorry. I guess I should be a little more sympathetic in these situations, but it's Whack-Ass Wednesday, and I'm not going to be sympathetic because it's funny. It's just funny. Sometimes you just see shit, and it's wiggity, 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 whack. And so that is all I have for today. Whack-Ass Wednesday. I love it. I get to tell good stories. I get to drop some F-bombs, and it is amazing. I will be back at you all tomorrow, Throwback Thursday. Until then... This is the Florida Podcast, signing off.